Our gospel lesson this morning comes out of the Gospel of John, chapter 10, verses 1 through 10. So here the image of the Good Shepherd. Very truly I tell you, anyone who does not enter the sheepfold by the gate, but climbs in by another way, is a thief and a bandit. The one who enters by the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. The gatekeeper opens the gate for him, and the sheep hears his voice. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he has brought them, all his own, he goes ahead of them, and the sheep follow him because they know his voice. They will not follow a stranger, but they will run from him because they do not know the voice of strangers. Jesus used this figure of speech with them, but they didn't understand what he was saying to them. So again, Jesus said to them, Very truly I tell you, I am the gate for all the sheep. All who come before me are thieves and bandits, but the sheep did not listen to them. I am the gate. Whoever enters by me will be saved and will come in and go out and find pasture. The thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. May God richly bless this, the reading of God's word. Thanks be to God. It takes a certain amount of humility to wrestle with this scripture today. Especially in our culture, um, there's probably not a single one of us that likes to be compared to sheep. Not too bright, not too clean, albeit cute at times. Nobody really wants to be associated with sheep. And it takes on a, a very negative, very offensive uh, tone in our culture of uh, one who simply just goes along with whatever voice is the loudest or whatever the crowd is doing with no thoughts of their own independence, their own liberty, their own personal agency or decision making. They simply just go along with what everybody else is doing. Uh, there's fewer things uh, other than swear words that we can be called that are more offensive than sheep. But as much as we push back, and as much as we don't like to be compared to sheep, I think the dirty little secret this morning is we're a lot more like them than we care to admit. Sheep are known for following the voice, following the crowd, or that next clump of grass that's just right in front of them. Um, at, at times, if they're in an environment where there's really no natural predators, uh, they're much more independent, they're much more curious, they'll spread out a lot more. Uh, in times of trouble or in times of danger, or if they're in an area where they do know that there's predators, that they'll flock together really tightly, they'll, they'll move together, um, they'll always aim almost in one direction. Uh, sheep are really good at, at doing one thing. They're really good at grazing, almost almost too good in some ways. In fact, there's been a couple different studies that have been done. Uh, in California, during three different trials, uh, sheep have been shown to be uh, more effective or just as effective at eliminating evasive weeds and species of plants than chemicals and herbicides. The problem was that they also found out that they're just as good at eliminating the good plants and the plants that are supposed to be there and the, the healthy ecosystems to where if you're not careful, um, a, a flock of sheep will eat down so many of the good plants that it'll give a foothold for the invasive plants to move in. Sheep are really good 
That is what is right in front of them. But there's one thing that sheep are not good at. And I think it's the thing that we have most in common with them. Sheep are not so good without a shepherd. And I feel like we find ourselves in that situation as well. As spiritual creatures, what's more important is we find ourselves following a group or a path or a voice up far out into the hills sometimes before we find out that that is not the voice or the path or the craving that we should have been chasing all along. In our scripture reading this morning, Jesus talks a lot about the warnings of sheep on their own or the warnings of sheep uh, that have been taken away from their shepherd. And he says that, that sheep don't follow the voice of someone who is not their shepherd. Now, spiritually, I feel like Jesus may have been giving us a little too much credit. Because the reality is, is we follow far too many voices that are not our shepherd. We consume way more cravings than are healthy. And we walk down far too many paths that leave us isolated, stranded, and alone. And so when we think about this scripture today, Jesus emphasizes what it means for a sheep, for a flock, for his children, for his disciples to be focused and committed and zeroed in and all intentive upon that voice of the shepherd, of Jesus. Jesus' strongest warnings in this scripture come from those who try to come into the sheep gate that are not the master. Thieves and bandits, he calls them. And he's not doing so much uh, that, that they're going to steal the sheep from the shepherd right away. But, but almost piece by piece is how we experience in our lives. He says that these enemies come to steal, kill, and destroy. But oftentimes, before we ever get to the point that our lives feel like they've been stolen or destroyed, it's the small little turns. It's the small little moments that have been stolen away. Our attention and our focus from the shepherd that mattered the most. When it comes to our lives as disciples, as Christians as those who follow Jesus in this world. There is so much that is vying for our attention. The voice of the world around us is loud. It is captivating. It's brash. It's attention-grabbing. It's overwhelming. Whereas the voice of the shepherd is calm, consistent, comforting, and always knows our name. The voice of the world, the voice of cravings, the pulls that we feel for our attention and our focus in this life do not know our name. It has to shout loud in order to get our attention because we are just another number or statistic to every other thing in this world. But to our shepherd, to the good shepherd, who knows us by name. He desires not to have our attention for uh, his, own, uh, his own sense of, uh, of entitlement, 
but rather to show us and to be with us in a life lived abundantly. The one thing that we experience in the gospel narrative is that it's hard work to be a disciple. And it's hard work to be a sheep. And it might not seem like it at first. In fact, even in this scripture, in this metaphor that, that Jesus is giving the disciples, uh, it says that as Jesus is sharing that with them, that he used this figure of speech with them, but they did not understand what he was saying to them. Maybe much like sheep. But what they did understand was that there was a voice that knew them by name. A voice that treasured them. A voice that cherished them. And if they follow that voice, they will find pastures in this life, in their relationships, in their jobs, in the way that they live day to day. They give them more life than anything else in this world. And like every other voice who demands our attention 24 hours a day, this voice of our shepherd will actually call us, unlike anything else in this world, will call us to rest. Will call us to lie down in those green pastures. And rather than draining our soul, will restore our very soul. A shepherd is one who leads us and guides us, who keeps the big picture of everything that's going along, that, that knows when it is time for us to move forward and when it is time for us to come back. And so our question as disciples this week is what are we following? Who is demanding our attention? Where do we feel ourselves torn and pulled to the sides? And to ask ourselves, are the paths that we're following, the cravings that we're indulging, the voices that we're listening to, are they leading us to life? Or are they stealing our attention and our focus and our life away? As one pastor uh, here in Chelsea, uh, in Shelby County, uh, shared earlier this week that meant a lot to me was, are we so sure the voice that we're following is the voice of our shepherd? Because if we are, then our life will be abundant and will be abundantly ready to be poured out for those who are around us. The voice of our shepherd unlocks in us a sense of life, a sense of peace, a sense of joy to be able to pour out abundantly as it is abundantly poured out into us. Whereas the voice of everything else locks us out and locks us in with a life that gets stolen and drained away. So who are we following this week? The shepherd? Or something else. Will you pray with me this morning? Almighty and precious God, we do give you thanks 
Lord, we give you thanks because you are the good shepherd. You are the voice that knows us by name. You are the voice, Lord, that speaks to us, that brings us and calls us to rest and an abundant life. Lord, to help us to focus and remain attentive to your voice. To be able to, to, to drown out, to be able to, to forget about, to, to fade away all the other sounds and voices and distractions and cravings and paths, Lord, that demand our attention, that demand our focus, that draws away from you. And bring us back to the pastors, Lord, that feed our lives. That teach us that abundant life that as you have filled us, Lord, we can pour out our lives to fill others as well. And that we might be called today, Lord, your children and your disciples. As we pray all these things in Jesus' name, amen.